0: Today, how do you keep up with all of the security stuff online? It's amazing. It's like every other day we hear about a new major company who's had all of our information stolen, a new security breach, massive alert, you know, how do you keep up with all this stuff? Like the old saying goes, prevention is better than a cure. So preventing identity theft is actually way easier than building your credit after someone steals it. So we are going to be giving you 10 things you can do to prevent identity theft and you can do it like right now. If you use public computers, such as the ones you might find at the library, you should always make sure to sign out of any personal accounts. If you sign into, you know, your email, bank account, any type of account like that, that has even the tiniest bit of personal information, make sure you sign out of it as soon as you're done. You can take this step a bit further by clearing all the cookies in the internet browser, too, that you used. Avoid signing into sensitive accounts in public places. You never know who may be looking over your shoulder in a public place, where you're working on your computer or your smartphone or smart device. If you absolutely need to sign on to sensitive accounts in a public place, you can use a privacy screen protector or avoid signing into the account altogether. You can also do this, use double authentication. I've started to do this on a lot of my accounts. If you use double authentication, it allows the service you're signing into, whether that's your email, social media, bank credit card accounts, all that kind of stuff, to double check that the right person is signing in. Now, double authentication really helpful when, you sign in, when the sign in is coming from a different location or maybe a different device that has never been used to sign into that particular account. I highly recommend you set up Double Authentication on every sensitive account you have. Every one of them. This way, even if someone has your password, Double Authentication could prevent them from gaining access to your account, and it also sends you an email alert or a notification if that's happening too. Using public Wi-Fi, oh man, hackers and identity thieves can steal your information if you're logged onto a public Wi-Fi system. Thus, if you tend to sign on to some of those sensitive accounts I mentioned earlier, it's always important to either not sign into them at all on a public network, or immediately sign out. (laughs) It's like as soon as you sign in, basically. Or you could also sign up for a VPN, that's a virtual private network service, and this is cool because it blocks hackers from getting your information when you're on a public Wi-Fi network. Avoid this. Avoid giving out pertinent information to people who call and ask for it. Yikes. If you live in the US, <laughs> Robo calls are very popular. People who say they're calling from like the IRS or your student loan officer. Oh my goodness, you're not alone. I get three a day. It's incredible. According to MarketWatch, spam calls rose from 3.7% in 2017 to 29.2% in 2018, and that number is expected to be even higher this year. Of course. Not surprising at all. It's higher for me, at least. And here's what these spam calls typically look like. Uh, You get a call from somebody who claims they work for the IRS, and sometimes they sound American, sometimes they don't, (laughs) mostly not. Whatever the case may be, Please realize that the IRS will never call you about an issue on your phone. If there is a real problem with your tax records, you'll get a letter from the IRS. It will be legit. They might then go on to mention your name and ask if they could verify your social security number and address. Never ever give that number out then they'll go on to you know issue a threat and will mention that the police or the FBI will be arresting you in the next 24 hours if you don't do what they ask <laughs> this is also another red flag the IRS does not do that ever and these scammers are not just using the IRS angle people have reported receiving spam calls that claimed they were in their bank an investment company, or even their student loan servicer. The rule of thumb here is this, never give out your personal information to anyone who is asking for it over the phone with or without threats. Just hang up, hang up on them, or better yet, don't even answer the phone if you don't recognize the call. And you can just personally call the agencies the person is claiming to be from to verify, but you know, 99.9999% of the time, it's gonna be a scam. Also, don't give your information over email either. Email phishing scams are just as real and bad as the phone call scams we've been getting. Avoid giving out personal information here too. Check your credit report at least once a year. Make sure to check your credit report. If you find any suspicious activity when you do this, you can call the credit bureaus to report it and then they will freeze your credit report so nobody can apply for loans or services with it. Don't carry your social security card around in your wallet. I was told this when I was a kid. Like <laughs> My parents would always say this to me. This simple rule could save you a world of pain. Store your social security card in a safe place at home instead of carrying it around in your wallet. This way, if you lose your wallet, you won't lose this crucial piece of information. Handle your mail with care is another way to do this. Now, collect the regular mail delivered to your home every day. Every day. This is especially important if your mail is delivered in a spot many people have access to. I know a lot of neighborhoods have a bunch of mailboxes all stacked up on in one location. Also, if you need to get rid of mail, even if it's, you know, quote unquote, useless mail, make sure to shred it to get rid of any identifying information. If you don't have a shredder, you can just tear it up and put some pieces in one trash can and some in another. I know it sounds crazy, but people are desperate. They will dig around in the trash and put together those pieces to steal your information. No joke. Another thing you can do is install firewalls and virus protection software on your computer. (laughs) If you haven't already done this, do it now. Don't wait. Just right now. Hit pause on the podcast and get your antivirus software. Also, change account verification questions frequently. One of the ways people can access your account is by guessing your password and using that. In fact, a study by the UK National Cybersecurity Center showed that people regularly use password and 123456 as passwords for very important accounts. Are you kidding me? And usually you're told to choose a strong password, one that is difficult to guess so that people can't steal your information. We'll take it a step further here. You know how you have to select those verification questions in case you ever get locked out of your account and have to change your password. It turns out some scammers will actually attempt to change your password if they cannot guess it. Once they do this, they may be redirected to those verification questions. If they hit those verification questions and are able to answer them, they're in. Therefore, my suggestion is for you to make your verification questions something really hard for, pe- for people to guess, or for you to change them frequently every three months or so. Going through an identity theft situation will make anyone feel violated and hopeless, thankfully. Thankfully. Following some of these really easy, simple steps will help you to avoid it. I even made a security question so hard I couldn't answer it. I forgot. What was the name of my first pet? I still can't remember. What would I have chosen? I don't know. It's a mystery forever, but I called my bank. They helped me out, so (laughs) they believed that it was actually me. Anyway, don't make that mistake, but uh, (laughs) I hope this was helpful to you and we can all stay safe together from this identity theft crisis that's going on. You don't need to be a victim. We can prevent it together. If you need some more tips, some more help doing this, please visit us, thecollegeinvestor.com. Again, that's thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time.